Hello, hello, hello to all you fellow experiencers out there. This is James, the host of The Spirited Body. And this is the third episode where we're doing a reading for a guest that comes into the studio. And we're using the deck of release that I've channeled from the Council of Light. And I just want to describe that process a little bit so it doesn't get confusing. We don't really explain it that well during the actual reading. So um, the Council of Light particularly wanted me to use this deck that they uh, gave me, that they gave and described to me, in order to help everyone better understand what a relationship was and, and what attachments are as they define them. And the process of using the deck consists of concentrating on an area of dissatisfaction in your life and then pulling one card from each of three stacks. There's the realm card, a relationship card, and an attachment card. And these cards sort of identify and triangulate the problem um, that's causing that dissatisfaction in your life. Um, and then once those three cards are sort of read and understood, then you pull a card of release and that card of release identifies where that problem exists in your energy and where it needs to be released from. And uh, they provide a short meditation and describe using crystals that they have asked me to um, use in this process and there's a, a a number of them that that they use and and it helps to release uh through this process this this area of dissatisfaction so i hope this helps and i hope you enjoy the episode as always like subscribe and rate on whatever platform you're listening to us on and reach out with any questions or stories you have i really really want to hear from you guys and uh that email is james at the spiritedbody.com or at the spirited body on instagram Hope you enjoy the show. Attachment to belief in loss of identity. <gasps> what the? Okay. Okay. What the <laughs> Here fuck? Here we are. Here we are. What the fuck? This whole thing is about identity. We have our next guest, our next volunteer for a reading from the Council of Light using their cards. Here we have Stephanie. Hi, everybody. Excited to be here. How are you? I'm I'm good. Welcome. I, I'm sweaty a little because <laughs> I'm feeling a little nervous, but I'm excited to be here. Well, that'll go away as we get uh, a little bit more into it. Um, so you've come prepared with some area of dissatisfaction. I have. Something that's a little about it, yeah. Yeah. Uneasy. Not as fulfilling. Um, okay, so we're going to jump right in. Let's uh, have you start by picking a realm card. That's okay. The blue cards in front of you. And so I'm going to have you close your eyes and hold the, the deck in your hands for a second. Think of this issue. Think of this. Uh, sort of hold that issue present in your mind as you shuffle and then pick. Okay. I like how big these cards are. Okay. And then you're going to put it face down and we're going to start it all the way over there. So I'll be the first okay. card we reveal. All right. Next are the relationship cards. Okay. Great. And then the final card are the attachment cards. 
shuffling. Okay. And you, I can just immediately tell you that you're you have a lot of energetic spiritual help. Are you aware of this? You have a, a, a large group of beings. They're all whisper, 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 whisper. Like I'm here for that. They're like they're, they're <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah, here. they're I, all. I feel all a Twitter. I do feel that sometimes, and this is weird to say that, but I feel that a lot when I drive. Oh, I do. I get a lot of communication when I drive. Very interesting thing, and less so when I have the toddler in the back seat. But when I'm driving alone, I feel like I'm in a car full of people. Yeah. Or, or, Thing. Things, things, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're definitely not alone, and it's just funny the volume, just because they're all and and they're all like <laughs> like they they're all like excited. Okay. Um, so just know. Oh boy, I have a visual. Buckle in my up. <laughs> so, Buckle so just up. just know that they're here supporting you. Okay. And they, it's this feeling that they're excited for you to understand this information. Okay. They're excited for oh, you. I just got so excited. I'm excited. <laughs> they're excited for you to open this doorway a little bit more concretely. I do feel like I'm going to cry. Okay. That's okay. It's going to be a lot of tears. Okay. Or, uh, <clears throat> tears don't scare me. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So let's talk about what, what issue. Okay. Um, I did take some notes on my phone. If that's okay, if I can read them, cause I will forget, but um, I, I think if I could just say it in one sentence, it would be, um, me creating art for myself versus for approval. Um, and so back story is I'm, I have a almost two year old, so new mom and my entire world is shifted because of that. As you know, as a parent, um, I am an artist that took me years to even say that, which is interesting. Um, I've always been creative. I've always been artistic. That has always been a natural language for me. And um, without going into a crazy amount of deal, I've been doing a lot of work on myself around um, childhood stuff, growth kind of um, patterns that I have based on my upbringing. Um, and I had some realizations that I had expectations to be creative and artistic because I was, but that kind of became my identity in my family. And, um, do you have an ancestral link to artistry, to being an artist? My mother is an artist. Does it go back further? So it's weird that you said that because I have a very, I have always had a very strong pull to want to know my mom, my dad's mom who passed when she was nine. I have always felt um, uh, ancestrally pulled to her, to knowing her because I've always, the creative side of me has always wanted to tap into what specifically the women in my lineage have done creatively and I have been stuck on her and felt the need to connect with her. Um, I don't know if she was an artist or a maker or something in her life or if she was creative in that way in the arts. And your dad can't tell you? Um, well, it sounds like he was nine when yeah, she passed away. he was away. nine, and I think there was a lot of trauma there and Got a it. lot of kind of just shutting down. So, yeah, that— um, 
But I think that even in your lineage, when you go when you go back further, mm. the uh, there is a a lineage of artistry of telling story through art mm. in a um, I'm always getting a tribal sense, mm-hmm. like a native. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And um, it's almost like there's a there's the force of ancestry behind you mm. that's needing you to do this. Oh, that's very. <laughs> so what comes up for me there is the the issue or the unsatisfactory area in my life that I think about is um, my identity has been creating, has been artwork. And since becoming a mother, I have put that on a stronghold. Um, Before that, previously, I left a career in um, early childhood uh, to start my own art business. And so I really made the leap to do that for myself. Um, lights are turning off. On. Um, that happens here all the time. Yeah, I, I've heard in other episodes, it's unsettling, like, but we'll just yeah. Um, and so I I felt really empowered by doing that. Then I had my child and stopped creating, especially for myself. Um, and that I've felt like I have been disconnected from my soul and from my purpose and from my higher self. Um. When I make art, it's when I feel most spiritually tapped in, connected. It's nothing else matters. I could not be more present. Um, but there's just a lot of pieces. I've, I also have an issue with perfectionism, and I know I get that a lot from my mom. Um, but I unfortunately have shifted areas in my creativity and my artwork to I'm not doing that anymore, but now I am I've realized being a perfectionist in my parenting. Okay. Okay. There's there's a lot here. Mm-hmm. Um and I <laughs> the light just went off in the, <laughs> okay. in the, in the spirits the are coming in. Yes. Um so uh I I, I want to make sure we don't get too far off track, sure. but there's a couple things that I'm gonna say. One, the first thing I'm gonna say is the next time you have the freedom and availability to sit down and do art. There's a, I'm being told to tell you to sit uh, with the sound of drums. Okay. Playing, you know, you know what I mean? I like an ancestral drumming. I listen to a lot of, (laughs) it's just, it's too easy. I listen to a lot of, um, (laughs) This is going to sound, so I put on like world, yeah. world <laughs> I used to actually, I, I put on worldly music for my daughter when we're just kind of hanging out in the house, like world kids music. And a lot of it is like African drumming. Yeah. Um, I also will listen to some of that when I, when I used to draw, I would. <laughs> so weird to hear you say that. So there's something very specific about the drumming okay. and as much as you could. So what I'm literally hearing is almost like a shamanic drumming. Have you ever mm-hmm. listened to mm-hmm. shamanic drumming? Mm-hmm. That kind of just drum beat mm-hmm. almost as it's on its own. It doesn't have to be a single drum. Sure. Um, and as a way, because you, 
what they want to give you is the power to break free and be propelled by your ancestral force of energy mm. that's going to propel you to do this okay. without worry about what comes on the paper. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. It's it's like they need you to turn off mm. your conscious mind and just turn into a vehicle for conveying story. Okay. I hear, I, I haven't hear. even read the cards yet. I, I hear you 100%. Okay. Yeah. So, so they're all like. Yeah. Well. And this is the other thing I'm going to say. A lot of tension that was created between your, your dad and his mom hmm. was her free spirit nature. That he was looking for a mom as a protector. That wasn't her nature. Doesn't mean she didn't love him, but she was, I mean, free spirit. Okay. Maybe that's where you get your free spirit from. What free spirit? <laughs> <laughs> but are you hearing that? Yeah. It's like, you need to hear that. Okay. Yeah. I, I know nothing about her. You need to, you need to, you need to understand that that relationship is nothing that you have responsibility over. Yeah. You aren't suffering a consequence from. It's separate from you. Okay. And it's her free, like, like her energy is one of like, I, 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 I can't be tied down. Hmm. I, I, uh, it, and that was not anything that your dad needed. Got it. Wow. And that was the struggle for him. And that was his trauma experience. Okay. Is based in that. Wow. Okay. Okay. And that is, that is what I need you to, to, to energetically tap into. Okay. And it's okay too. Okay. You have permission. Okay. You don't have to hold anything for your dad. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. It it's yeah, it brings up just a, a whole lot of stuff. I didn't even like see the direction that was going. It's really interesting. It's really it's that's what they need you to, to hear. They want you to let go of that. They want you to let go of all any sort of expectation that you're putting on yourself of how you should feel about it. Mm-hmm. How you should hold it for your dad. That energy goes is un, uh, you don't need to hold it. Okay. And that she was, this is going to be very cliche, but she was doing the best that she can. Mm-hmm. And it's not any indication of the love that she felt in creating or having or experiencing your dad. Hmm. Yeah. I just think about how he would, what it would be like for him to hear this be so interesting okay okay all right let's see if there's anything else that, that that's pushing that's pushing, pushing through. through okay um no okay that's the background okay it's like we had to clear that out of the room yeah. a little bit <laughs> okay clear it out just keep... 
<laughs> okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's do, so we have an idea. Your dissatisfaction yeah. is being able to, uh, or you're dissatisfied with your ability to hold on to how you want to express yourself through art. Am I, is that an yeah. accurate way of saying? Yeah. Um, if I could just rephrase or add, I think it's making, allowing my expression to be for me, to be me versus what I think the expectation is mm-hmm. externally, where that contrast is. Um, and it, it runs so deep that I have perfected hyper-realistic portraiture. So I can literally be a photocopier through drawing and I get a lot of praise for that. And it's a really hard skill to perfect. Um, and I've attached my identity to that for a while. Um, but it is not loose. It's copying in a way. It's not coming when I'm doing it, it's coming from my soul and it's authentic. But what the product is, what the visual experience is, is not, um, is based in um, approval. It's based in validation. It's based in external. So I want to, I want to make art from me, from my soul. Okay. Um <laughs> Okay. Uh, this is the other thing I just got. Okay, I'm getting, go. I'm getting so much with you. It's funny. Um, <laughs> I'm so, I'm, I'm here for the six hour reading. <laughs> well, I need to, I need to go it's where okay. this goes. I, I, <laughs> Stephanie's was three episodes. Long. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is what uh, I'm getting. There's a, there's a, there's, it's almost a, a, a practice. They want you to, I don't know how to describe, I'm going to try to describe this as best as I can. Okay. They want you to uh, apply that, not necessarily photorealism type of art, Mm -hmm. but coming from a non-known place. Mm. I understand exactly what you're saying. And they want you to use your dad's mom as the subject. Wow. Without reference. Okay. (gasps) Oh, like... Literally, her like drawing her in your mind oh from. My. Oh my god! Okay, this is blowing my mind right now. Okay, uh, like my my internal experience of her. Yes. Okay, but in a portrait form. Just how just how it comes it out shows oh. up. Just put that on the on the material canvas paper. Okay. Okay. Well, give us a call when that's done because yeah. I will have to look at that because for sure. The, because the, that is the connection. That's the energetic connection between the two of you mm. okay. is that free spirit okay. that you are scared to tap into. Okay. That you're scared to express. That's probably the better way to put it. Mm-hmm. I can and feel I'm, that. And I'm sorry. Here I am again. <laughs> um, but being a parent takes that away from you. It just does. Because you feel like a bad parent. You feel like, oh, I'm not in a routine. I'm not this, I'm not that. And it's the experience that you're saying her dad had. And so there's also social proof of that. And so it's, it's a, I can see how that would be a huge battle. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. 
feel a lot of pressure. <laughs> it's, okay. it's not about pressure. No, I know. It's about exploration. Yeah. It's about uncovering. Mm-hmm. It's about opening. And that I think is where you find the most struggle is the ask to open mm-hmm. to the un, uncontrolled, the, the wild, the unruled, mm-hmm. the, the uncensored, uncensored. Yeah, it's the uncensored. Is that making sense? All of it, like deeply makes okay, sense. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Cause that's, they're like, no, I'm. I can tell you some uncensored moments with Stephanie. (laughs) They're there. That's who I experience all my uncensored moments with. (laughs) That's why I'm here. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, good. All right. So let's uh, open, let's turn over that realm card. Realm of the present. Why does that keep coming up? Everybody's having their issue with the present. Yeah. That's where it's existing. It's because we're in retrograde. I don't. No, I don't. Because these problems, these issues are. Uh, deep, I don't know. You know I don't know anything. I'm just questioning. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know it. The stars right now aren't aligned. <laughs> if I'm having an off day, I do just blame that. It's easier. Okay, so um, how does that just speak to you? Is that confusing? Does that resonate um it it just draws me right back to kind of what katie was saying it's like my my present moments are just filled with my child and i it's very hard for me to find a way to truly detach from thinking about her anticipating her needs um and drop into a present moment with myself with my soul yes just feels utterly impossible got it so I'm going to read the paragraph because something will always jump out at you. Okay. Okay. And so remember, this is sort of, um, this is the first layer. This is sort of the background, mm. the canvas on which this issue is being placed. Okay. Okay. It could be your past. It could be your present. It could be e- your eternal side. Okay. Pulling the eternal card. And, and I want to emphasize there's only three cards. Mm. There's only three realm cards. So we've, had a number of readings and every single one has pulled the realm of present. And you would think if you've done three, they're really a lot of percentages would be mm-hmm. wow. a little different, yeah. at least one different one so far, but we haven't. And um, the realm of the souls, the, the least pulled card, because that means this, this problem is existing in your eternal self. Mm. And that's not a very popular place for, for issues to exist. Okay. Mm. Okay, that yeah, makes sense. That makes yeah. sense? Yeah. 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 So um, the realm of the present points to an imbalance with what is happening around you and your ability to connect with and learn from the information that you are being provided currently. Mm-hmm. So think of this issue in terms of that. There's something happening that's giving you information right now that you are not listening to, that you're not getting. You're not picking up on. Okay. Are you missing something? Are you avoiding something? It deals with the physical body as a means for gathering that information through sensation and physical experience. Your physical body may be hurting or limited and therefore unable to provide you with accurate information, or you may be avoiding information by creating sensation through overstimulation, alcohol, drugs, food, exercise. This card may also indicate a turning away from or denying information that is being provided. 
Drawing this card means that your current issue is more predominant in the current world and experiences around you, creating an overemphasis of the physical. Are you able to truly see and experience the information? What current physical realities are not being seen or recognized? So this is really about in your current world, in your current life, Mm -hmm. you are getting information that you're either ignoring or you're not seeing. Yeah. And that's the sort of background of, of the problem, the canvas, like I said. Yeah. I feel like it, um, it falls more in the ignoring. I am constantly bombarded with just sit down and create something. And I was just talking with my husband last night. Um, he has to move offices for his work. And I was brainstorming with him how to create like a corner in there so I could go somewhere else from the house and just like paint and just be loose. And um, I'm dramatically feeling a call to every day to just like drop what I'm doing and make something. Um, And I, I feel myself, I'm observing that and I'm feeling myself actively ignore it and put it aside and just saying like, you can do that later. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Let's, let's go to the relate the relationship card. Okay. So this is that where your where you've moved your primary relationship, which would be to yourself, mm-hmm. to your highest self. Um, and where in relation to this issue, it's now pointing. What does it say? Relationship to past. What do we think? Under it, it says my grandmother. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, relationship to past. Does that resonate with you? Um, the only thing that really comes up is the high contrast of freedom that I carved out for myself to create before Mila was born. Um, and now. And it's like I, you know, I, I hate to use the analogy, but it's like I'm in, I'm imprisoned to this thing. I'm like of service, full service. And right before that, it's like it's tangible, and I could just taste. I, I just broke out of the portrait drawing, and I was doing murals, and I was just getting bigger and going outside, and um, I could literally create whatever I wanted to. Um, whenever I wanted to, and then it just stopped. And so I, when I think of past, I just think of this like thing that I had, and now I just don't have it anymore. Freedom, freedom versus imprisonment. Yeah, <laughs> really <laughs> extreme analogy. Oh, children, uh, amazing. James has said it before on the podcast. He may say it again yeah. today. Children ruin everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hashtag. <Yeah. laughs> Okay, let's read relationship to past. What are you holding on to that has occurred in the past? Humans often have a focus point in their past. They're constantly comparing their present to whether it be a past time of incredible fortune and happiness or a past time of pain and hurt. This card indicates there's a connection to what has occurred in your past and a reaction from that point and a reaction from the difference in that point to where you are currently. A past occurrence has become too present, too directing of your path. 
a past lifestyle is too influential on what is recurring in your life now. There is a moment or many moments that you have not reached equilibrium state with, and this is being used as the lamppost toward which you are moving. Your decisions, actions, and thoughts are moving you toward your past rather than the truest part of who you are. Moving towards your truest part of who you are will always lead to expansion. Moving towards the past or away from the past as your goal will always be a closed loop, a narrowing. I just had two really specific thoughts come to mind when you were reading. Go ahead. <laughs> the latter is, is comedy. The first one, I had a huge, I just realized this moment in my past. I was in preschool. I can actually remember sitting at the table, huge sheet of white blank paper in front of me, little girl in front of me with her painting. She had her paints and she got her big fat paintbrush and dipped it in the paint and drew an enormous heart. And it filled her paper perfectly. She just measured it out. And I might have, what, we were three, four, I don't know. Um, I sat there, watched her do that, and decided that's what I'm going to do. So I copied her. And I only left room for half a heart. And I couldn't close it. So it's literally just half an open heart. And then I kind of did some other lines around it. Um, and I remember being really upset that I couldn't do what she was doing and I was already comparing myself and mine was already not good enough and I remember feeling uh, this is just going to sound so woo woo but my mom framed it she loved it she loved that it was unfinished she loved that I couldn't you know didn't complete the copying um, and a, half of me feels like thanks for validating you know me and still celebrating me even though I didn't do what I set out to do but then the other piece of me feels like you framed that in time and you stuck me in it and you like tra entrapped me in this like issue. Par parents will never win. Oh, they'll never win. <laughs> anyway, so there's that came up for me. How interesting that needing to copy and validate and be like someone else and not do my own idea happened so early on um, in my artistic journey. Um so that's kind of wild, and I want to look more into that later in therapy. Um, <laughs> and the other funny thought that made me laugh was the person that I looked up to so much in junior high was my friend Dana's older sister, Layla. And I remember walking. I was at her house one day, and I walked into Layla's bedroom uh, just to see what her older, cool teenage sister was doing. And she <laughs> had an enormous canvas out on the floor and was painting naked. She was painting a nude or she was naked? She was naked and painting with her body, using her breasts, using her whole body. She was naked. With That's amazing. Paint on her body. And from that moment, I was like, I will be you. <laughs> you are my future. Well, when like James was talking about like Stephanie's expression and the drumming, I was like, there's going to be nudity involved. <laughs> Actually, what I wanted to say when he was talking about drumming too, and I was like, I feel That's like not I have need clothes to be on. naked. Yeah, you're not gonna have clothes on for that. No, but ever, <laughs> I just already knew. I'm, I'm a huge fan. Ever since OnlyFans, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that's my ultimate. Like I need a studio space where I can just be naked and paint. Like I, that's like the old. I love being naked. 
by the way, side note. So it just goes hand in hand, like painting, being naked. I, I don't know. I just, these things are coming up for me and they're all in my past and it feels like freedom. Yes. And so the, the point that. <laughs> I'm just Take off the clothes. <laughs> so the clothing optional podcast. Um, <laughs> so. Don't give this crew permission for that. Do not let me so, take my gloves off. So the point um, that I think that is really, uh, that that needs to be made here is that your constant seeking of freedom mm. is not true, mm. is not you. Mm. Here we go. Whoa. Because you are holding that as an ideal. Okay. And that you're spending time trying to get back to this idea of freedom, mm. which won't exist in the same way now. Sure. Even if you didn't have a child. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've grown, you've learned, you've experienced. So you're moving on energetically okay. and you want to get to a spot when you were 13. Yeah. Is that realistic? Is that you want to get back to the feeling of um, you want to have the experience of being unencumbered, yeah. but you want to have the experience of being unencumbered with your knowledge now. Mm -hmm. So that experience of freedom is going to look different mm -hmm. because you have so much more understanding and knowledge okay. that you're carrying with you. Is that, yeah. is that under, do you understand feel, that? Feel it. And that is what's holding you back is your idea there's no way you're going to be where you were when you were 13. Right. It's like this narrative is what I'm, I'm seeking for the past. Yeah. Got it? Yeah. Yep. It's powerful. Yeah. Really powerful. It, it, I can see how that will just keep me in a loop. And yeah, it's a narrowing. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. And that mm -hmm. what you need to do is figure out a way to create that freedom with what you have now. Yeah. Not, um, not an escape. But how do you make it present right. with you now? Yeah. And what is really holding you back from having it now? Mm. And I think I, it's hard, but I, it's still an excuse to say that being a parent is holding me back from expressing myself freely in the present moment. Mm. Fine. Mm. Jesus. Also, because the men in our lives are never held back by parenting. I'm just mm. going to also call that little piece out. Sorry. This, every reading has been <laughs> Katie's free, free rail on oh, the male species. I'm sorry. It's the, it's the, it's yeah. the. My husband's not on a pod podcast talking about how it's, it's tricky. I'm just saying not, I'm not speaking, even though I know him, I'm not speaking to him specifically. Oh, I know. There's not many men in I, my life that I'm like, well, I, I just don't really feel like I can express myself in that way because, you know, I'm a parent and I, and I don't have availability to do what I want. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no man says that. Says no man ever. No straight man says that. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard a heterosexual male say that in my life. <laughs> maybe, like, maybe we should clarify that even more by saying white heterosexual white, male. Thank you. Straight. Yes. That's male. I, I feel like whenever I'm speak of male, that's what I speak of. That's for the, the image record. I have Moving in my head. forward. White, <laughs> yeah. straight, douche. So can I say douche? You, you may. Okay. Oh, we can it's, say anything here. We can say anything we want. And, and it's a word that I value. Safe, it's a trust, <laughs> trust tree. Safe place. <laughs> okay. My favorite card. 
<laughs> okay. So now we'll move on to the attachment. When you uh, have these in production, they're all set to go. I'm going to need Katie in fine print. Katie's favorite card. <laughs> attachment to belief in loss of identity. <gasps> what the? Okay. Okay. What the <laughs> Here fuck? Here we are. Here we are. What the fuck? This whole thing is about identity. Okay. I mean, it fits like a glove. Like a little puzzle piece that just needed to. Right we got to get a Jim Carrey quote in here. I wouldn't be. Wouldn't be. Like a glove. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that obviously resonates, mm. right? Without me even reading anything. Yeah. The screaming didn't, didn't confirm. <laughs> Attachment okay. to belief in loss of identity. <sighs> that is so wild, Steph. Wow. Wow. This is a strong belief in many people on the human planet. People become attached to the idea that they will lose who they are, that they will lose their identity or who they are in the world, that they will be utterly erased, annihilated, cease to exist, cease to be of importance to those around them. This fear is not rational, but is, it is used as a basis of reaction in situations where you feel overwhelmed, in situations where you feel you are not heard, in situations that are out of your control. You hold tight to the idea that giving up control means that you are no longer having an identity. Attachment to this fear brings anger, resentment, fighting, and opposition. The situation that you are seeking advice on is one where your attachment to the fear of loss of identity is influencing your behavior and interpretation of the situation and influencing your ability to move forward. Hmm. Say no more. I mean, there it is. Yeah. Nothing, Katie? Got nothing I, on that? I, this one's kind of, I mean, her whole beginning was like identity as a parent, identity with what uh, being an artist and creating meant for you. Like the whole thing's identity. Can you speak to a moment, for a moment on this idea of defensiveness that you feel around these situations where you may not realize that that's what you're defending, but can you, can you um, Did I? identify with that in, in the, in the, um, it said, <laughs> um, you hold tight to the idea that giving up control means that you no longer have identity mm. attachment to this fear brings anger, resentment, fighting opposition. Can you speak for a moment? Is that something you that resonates with you? Um, God, there's so many things. Just break that down one more time. Okay. Just make the, the question real simple. Okay. Layman's terms. <laughs> Can you speak to instances in your life around this idea where you have reacted mm. to feelings of loss of control with anger or resentment, mm. frustration. Yes, yes, yes. That's so, been that now that you we put words to it that you identify with, like, oh, that's because I felt like I was losing my identity. I think I attached so strongly throughout my life to the fact that, um, I mean, God. So uh, leaning on art being my outlet, my expression, my identity. Um, left me feeling like it validated and justified why I wasn't good enough in other areas in my life. And um, which was all false, but I started to 
the more I attach to the identity of who that I am this artist, this creator, this is like the way I have to do it, the more I would believe that I was not worthy in other areas of my life. So what that leads to is that if this identity in my creative, who I am creatively goes away, isn't available, I don't make space for it, it dies, then I die. And I automatically just become more of a defensive person in the way that I feel like I need to prove I'm still worth being here, still worth being loved, still worth getting attention. Um, And that probably shows up in just multiple ways in my life. You know, if I'm feeling lack over here in this art world, I'm not fulfilling this need and this like higher self-desire I'm going to prove that I'm still worthy by like what you were saying earlier. What's our initial reaction to something? Maybe I am defensive. Maybe I, um, yeah, just it leads to be me being less authentic in other ways because I'm trying to prove myself overall that I'm still worthy. We want to provide you a, a method for you to tap into Stephanie and accepting Stephanie as being capable of holding many facets. Neither one of those facets infringing or invalidating any other. You can be a mother and a partner, and an artist, and free, and expressive. None of them are in conflict. And we invite you to understand the definition of freedom that you're holding on to Mm -hmm. doesn't apply to who you really are. It's not acting in spite of, it's acting in congruence with. You don't have to cleave yourself. That will never lead to a whole. It will never lead to full expression. Mm -hmm. Do you see? Yeah. This is the meat of your matter. You don't have to forsake any aspect of who you are. Stephanie contains all. Mm. There are no limits. And no one in your life is placing that limit on you. (laughs) Do you hear us? I do. This has been a struggle for you for years, Mm -hmm. for large portions of your life. And we invite you to understand that that power of self-definition has always existed within you. Mm. Okay. So let's do release. Are we ready for a release card? Yeah. Okay.
You okay? Yeah. Okay. It's powerful when you're not here, but also when you're here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Release of expectation. Ooh. Got that again. Yeah. Got it again. We're seeing the common ones. I mean, like I said, us humans are really cute. We're so sweet. <laughs> it's, it's like the primary colors. Yeah. You know, what is there? Three of three primary colors. So <laughs> just we want to think we're so complex and <laughs> it, it boils down to a little bit. Okay. So Stephanie, let's uh, read. What was it? It was release of expectation. Mm -hmm. um, okay. I'm going to read it. The release of expectation is the breaking of the bonds that you have and reverberate deeply within you from the comparison of where you want to be with where you are now and how you feel you need to get there. Expectations ruin all the ability to experience the present and create a constant friction between the future and your past. They create a conflict between where you are in the path that is being laid for you and where you think you are in your human conscious mind. That's exactly what they just said to you. Mm -hmm. This is combined with the stress of what you determine is necessary for you to, for you to do to get there. We ask that you hold the red stone in the middle of the palm of one hand. Yep. Place that hand in the palm of the other and put it like, like this. Yeah. And then put it in your lap. Imagine the redstone glowing in your hand, glowing strongly with the power that you possess in your body. At this particular moment, you are present. You are here. Feel that redstone filling your body with the vibration of the power of ability of acceptance. Feel the redstone vibrating wave after wave of acceptance, of knowledge of who you are, of your present moment. Feel the power of who you are, the power of your entire energetic being, being contained in your physical body. Immovable, hopeful, accepting, unshakable, undeterred, quiet, power. How was that? That was intense. <laughs> um, that was pretty cool. I felt the rock felt a little bit warmer and it felt like uh, ripples of light, sort of like um, when you drop a stone in a pond. Mm-hmm. And it was just like going out, 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 out. Um, and then I just honestly just feel an overall sense of, um, God, it sounds so cliche, but like the, there's just, there are no problems. <laughs> it's okay. Um, Yet yeah, the hold on, the hold that you've had has been so tight on this idea, this rigid definition of freedom mm. versus not unfree. Yeah. And, 
that definition that you're holding is not true. Mm -hmm. I feel it. Yeah. I just feel like it's just, I'm kind of that I'm standing in my own way. Kind of and the other thing I would encourage you to do is listen to the council of light, what they had to say about creation. Mm. It's in season one. I have listen to it again. Okay. Oh, thank you so much. Absolutely. That was, that was uh, really enjoyable. Good. Thank I'm you. glad. Send us your nude painting. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a picture of the, send me a photo of what you do with, the with dad's mom. Yeah. With your dad's mom. I'm very interested in how that's going with the drumming. Out. I would love yeah. to see what you do. I, me too. I, yeah. So would I. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs>